This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. We study verse by verse through the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. Let's start today by listening through Acts chapter 18, verses 7 through 11. He departed there and went into the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshipped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord with all his house. Many of the Corinthians, when they heard, believed and were baptized. The Lord said to Paul in the night by a vision, Don't be afraid, but speak and don't be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many people in this city. He lived there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Now in Paul's ministry efforts at Corinth, God closed one door, but opened an adjacent one. Paul was forced out of the synagogue in Corinth by infuriated Jews, who blasphemed God through the rejection of Paul's message. And yet right around the corner, literally at the house right next door from the synagogue, where he was rejected, Paul was received by a man named Justice, who was a worshiper of God. More than that, Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue and his entire household, came to faith in Jesus, as we've explored already. This was just the beginning. Many Corinthians, when they heard the message, believed and were baptized. Ever made progress at the hand of opposition and rejection? Has God ever brought you through a difficult trial where He closed doors to bring you next door to something greater? Maybe you were disheartened. Maybe you were frustrated. Maybe the rejection made you want to quit. But if you're doing what God's called you to do, don't quit. Persevere. It may be that God has something big in store right around the corner. If a door closes, shake it off and move on as Paul did. Galatians 6.9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. God had a huge harvest for Paul to reap in Corinth that would require more patience, time, and perseverance in the call. Let's keep reading, starting in verse 9. The Lord said to Paul in the night by a vision, Don't be afraid, but speak and don't be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you. For I have many people in this city. He lived there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Paul had been bouncing around from region to region, town to town, for quite some time now having dealt with non-stop rejection and persecution. How many times previously had Paul been ran out of town by angry Jews or by the aggressive crowds incited by the Jews? In Macedonia, it was first Berea and then Thessalonica. The brothers had to send out Paul to go as far as to the sea, from which he then traveled to Athens and now found himself in Corinth, which was apparently a destination where Jesus wanted Paul to remain for some time. It sounds like Paul may have had some fears or hesitations about staying in Corinth and continuing to openly preach the word. Almost everywhere else Paul had gone, such an approach ended with him escaping by the skin of his teeth. He had been dealt lashings. He had been stoned. He had been imprisoned. 
he needed at times to be in hiding. He had been through just about everything you could imagine. I wouldn't blame him if he was starting to develop some sort of PTSD because of what he dealt with everywhere else. Maybe he had an expectation his time in Corinth would be similar. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 3, I was with you in weakness, in fear, in much trembling. Jesus knew how Paul felt, and the God of all comfort had comforted Paul many times over when he needed it throughout his missionary journeys. Paul would later write in 2 Corinthians 1 verses 3 to 4, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. He continues the thought in verses 8 through 10 to the believers in Corinth. For we don't want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and He will deliver us. On Him we have set our hope that He will deliver us again. Here in Acts 18 verse 9, Paul encountered Jesus in a night vision. Jesus reassured Paul that everything was going to be okay. By speaking to him in the night by a vision, he said, Don't be afraid, but speak and don't be silent, for I am with you and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many people in this city. Jesus reminded Paul that he was with him. Jesus actually promises to all of us in Matthew 28, 20, that he'll be with us always to the end of the age. And Hebrews 13 verses five through six reminds us of this ever-present reality about Jesus. He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Jesus was assuring Paul of this. I'm with you, Paul. No one's going to hurt you. I've got a lot of people in this city, so speak up. Don't be silent. Fear not. Has Jesus ever comforted you in a time of distress and uncertainty? Has a personal encounter with him ever brought about clarity? instruction, brought about encouragement and peace, equipped you for service. The God of all comfort has certainly done so for me. I remember a season in my life where I felt like Paul described in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 when he wrote, for we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. It was a time when I wasn't dealing per se with any physical dangers, hurdles and distress, but rather with emotional and spiritual hardships. Regardless, my inner tumult, my inner storm was calmed by the Creator Himself, who spoke life into my soul and raised me up out of the depths of emotional exhaustion and spiritual despair into a realm of peace and clarity, love and joy. You see, I called upon Jesus in tears one night from bed, 
as I was falling asleep in exhaustion and despair, only to wake up to a most loving presence who spoke a word from the Bible into my soul with power and authority that filled my entire being with assurance and comfort. Our God is a relational God. I'm convinced He delights in being in relationship with us and being there for us when we call upon His name. The Apostle Paul was comforted by Jesus in a night vision, not only for the sake of Paul, but for the sake of those in Corinth who had come to faith in Jesus through his ministry. Jesus had a mission for Paul to fulfill in Corinth. Jesus likewise has a mission for each one of us to fulfill. He can intimately guide each one of us, like he did Paul, in the mission he has for us. When Jesus calls, let's be ready to listen and follow. Paul received what Jesus said and responded by remaining in Corinth a year and a half and proclaiming the truth. Verse 11 says, He lived there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Paul was no in-and-out evangelist. He committed himself there to making disciples. Jesus told him, I have many in this city who are my people. Paul believed that and planted himself there for the long haul as if that were the case. This statement from Jesus, I have many in this city who are my people, highlights the fact that Jesus foreknows those who are his, even before they were born or before they have accepted him. John 6 verse 64 says regarding Jesus, Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. If Jesus knows from the beginning who those are who do not believe, then we could conclude he also knows from the beginning who those are who are his, right? Paul puts it this way in Ephesians 1, 3-4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. Like Paul invested into the people at Corinth, let's invest into the people around us as if Jesus has many within our domain who are his. A man once told me that I was like Saul Trying to destroy the church of God Persecuting the true disciples of Christ And binding them in prison Blinding them to salvation I did not believe in the cross I thought I was in the light But I was in the dark I believed I was doing work of God, zealous in the way I was taught. I did not preach the cross for to those who are perishing. It's foolishness to
like Paul, a great minister of the Word of God. As Jesus put mud in the blinded man's eyes, my eyes were covered with mud. Yet I, I couldn't see until I was washed by the Word of God. House after house, I ravaged the Christians until I received a great revelation through God's word that I was opposing Him. I became a new creation for to those who are perishing. It's foolishness to And there I was, an enemy of the cross Now I bear the marks of Jesus A minister of grace If anyone rejects the cross they become it's enemy as I was But those who accept it Are being saved I'll rebuild What I once tore down And I'll suffer For Jesus' sake That was Enemy of the Cross, live, from the Adams Road album, Resurrected. Don't you know that the unjust will not inherit God's kingdom? Through Adam's offense Condemnation came to man And such 
was paid in full from the Adams Road album Immeasurable. Thank you. 
This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Again, that's AdamsRoadMinistry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Join us next episode as we examine Acts chapter 18, verses 12 through 18. Grace and peace be with you all.